Okay, so it's uh, June 17th, day 712 of lockdown. Uh, these are more of my uncensored, unfiltered, unedited thoughts from my brain to this microphone. Uh, this episode will not of this audio log. See, episode, episode makes it sound like a podcast, as we all know. And you can say it with me. This is not a podcast. Um, uh, but... Uh, Yesterday's was 45 minutes long. This will not be this long. Uh, I, I don't think. I don't know. A uh, couple, two things I want to talk about. Like two very specific things. And then one thing that I think I might talk about because it rhymes. <laughs> I'll get there. First of all, yesterday uh, ended. Yesterday's uh, audio log uh, ended with me having a panic attack. Uh, I left that in. Uh, you might not have heard it because I, in true style of how I was feeling after yesterday's episode, uh, uploaded the wrong audio at first, uh, so you would have reheard uh, me talking about June eighteenth, which you know it's not June eighteenth; it's now July sixteenth. Uh, still, day seven hundred and twelve of lockdown, though, which is one of these weird quirks of how lockdown works, right? Weird quirks of how time is going. But yeah, I, I had a panic attack. Um, hmm. And I'm joking about it because I do that, but it's a very real thing. Uh, I've suffered from panic attacks uh, for for a long time. Um, I remember my first panic attack, I think, was in high school. Uh, I think it was my first year of high school. So, for anyone who's not British, I would have been 12, um, roughly. Uh, I, and I remember it very distinctly, because uh, I was freaking out about something. No idea what get back to that in a second um <laughs> and essentially i i felt dizzy and i asked if i could go to the nurse's office uh, and i was allowed to go to the nurse's office um and there's a thing that can happen when you're having a panic attack because your breath is so shortened uh, it can affect the oxygen getting to your blood uh, so i essentially turned blue right um so uh, like while I was dizzy and like freaking out, uh, the nurse had called for my mum, and then by the time my mum had started to arrive, uh, I had gone blue. So they called an ambulance, because also I was complaining about my heart, <laughs> about my inability to breathe and a pain in my chest. Uh, essentially, what they thought, and this is very interesting. Uh, they sort of took me into the ambulance, they hooked me up to an EKG, uh, they took me to the hospital, and they ran some tests. Uh, bear in mind, this would have been in 1999. Uh, that's important. Uh, and essentially, by that point, I'd sort of calmed down. Because, <laughs> uh... But they thought, they thought I was having a heart attack, and so did I. Uh, so let's talk about what a panic attack is. A panic attack is... <laughs> It's a panic response, right? Uh, so I'll describe the symptoms of a panic attack as I understand them, as the as I experience them. This is not universal. P- panic attacks can vary from person to person. Uh, panic responses can vary from person to person. Uh, breathing. My breathing becomes uh, shallow and rapid. Um, that's a big one. Uh, heart, heart palpitations. My heart starts to beat significantly faster. Uh... I uh, begin to shake. That's a weird one. Uh, 
a, a sort of like in a twitchy sort of fashion. I become very again my hypervigilance overtakes me, and I uh, sort of freeze in place, but sort of twitch in reaction to things. That's a common one. Um, I uh, if I try and speak, my word comes out. My words come out as a. Uh, uh, as uh, I believe it is referred to as verbal dysphagia, <laughs> yeah, right, or oral dysphagia, um, or oral dysphagia, rather, not oral, that would be from the hearing, oral is speaking, uh, which is also commonly known as word salad. Uh, at my at my worst, I will be unable to express what I'm what I'm saying, uh, and yeah, it's terrifying, <laughs> right. Uh, I've like I said, I've been having five packs for oh my god for twenty one years of my life. Sometimes more regularly than others. Uh, I'm glad to say that they are now very infrequent. Um, whereas they used to be an almost like every two days kind of occurrence, if not more common than that. Uh, when I was at university, um, and. I've been, like I said, I've been these for 21 years, they are still terrifying. That is their most, the most common thing, I think, that, that panic attacks, I've had panic attacks of different intensities, yeah, yesterday was not as intense a panic attack as some of the other ones I've had. Like that first one, or the one that inspired my, that, that essentially forced my friends to uh, call, uh, to take me to hospital on the, on the last day that I drank. <laughs> See, that was one that I had panic attack while I was very drunk. Uh, <laughs> very fun. So they thought I was dying. Um, and that's the thing, it's like, uh, that's a common fear when you're having a panic attack. Even though I've had them so many times, my brain still does that thing of going, oh, you're going to die. <laughs> like, part of that is because of my OCD. But part of that is just the fact that panic attacks are... Uh, uh, a nervous r- response, by that I mean like a response of your nervous system, right? Of your entire nervous system. There's, it's essentially your fight or flight response all kicking in at once. And now, if I was being like attacked by a tiger and I had all those responses, uh, that would make sense, right? Uh, keep the blood flow going so that I feel more energized, uh, breathe more so that I am. Um, Get more oxygen to the blood, uh, and not in the case of what happened when I my blood when my blood went blue of over oxygenating my blood, which is fun. Uh, <laughs> yay! Um, that twitchy nervous reactions speed up my reaction times. Uh, you know, uh, I don't need to speak, so switch off anything to that. Switch all to this thing. What happens with panic attacks, though? Freshly from myself, I, I can only and I, I can only speak for myself. Uh, other people have panic attacks, like I say, that are different to mine. I can only speak to my own experiences. I have read a lot about panic attacks, but I can that can only I can only sort of relate that to my own experiences of panic attacks. Um, for me, I have them for no reason. Uh, <laughs> that's a, with an asterisk. I have them for what seems like no reason. Sometimes I have them when I'm stressed out. Like yesterday, I was, uh, I'd was i managed to stress myself out because I felt like I was revealing too much about myself. Uh, and that triggered a panic attack. Uh, 
being in certain situations, like uh, parties, meeting new people, job interviews, um, any sort of social situation where there are stakes, right? And those stakes can vary. Uh, that can trigger a panic attack for me. One particular example was I was doing part of this uh, not long after I graduated university. I was on the on the dole, and I was part of this sort of job program um, thing, where I uh, where I went to see this woman, who a job broker that is her term, and she was like, "Cool, I'm gonna I'm gonna get you a job." I was like, "Okay." She was like, uh, "This is what we're doing. This is what we're doing. Bang, bang, bang." So I can get you an interview by tomorrow. Done. That interview's done. You can get that interview tomorrow. I was like, oh, okay. And then she was like, how would you feel if I could put you on the phone to someone right now for a job interview? Like, right now. And I full-on had a panic attack in front of her. I was incredibly lucky that the woman who I was talking to, the job broker, had had a history of panic attacks herself. So immediately recognised what was going on. She immediately was like, "You're." She took. She. I remember her grabbing me by the shoulders, looking me in the eyes, and saying, "You're having a panic attack. You are going to be fine, but you are having a panic attack." Which is that is a that kind of reassurance is very rare because most people, when you're in a group of friends, and I remember, I remember countless examples of uh, parties I was at. At university, uh, social situations I've been in, uh, where I've had a panic attack, and people have not known how to react. Uh, very often, what what I developed was uh, the the instinct, especially if it's like if it's like a house party or something, to go and sit in a quiet room by myself and just let it pass. Uh, or if you're in a pub, like finding a quiet place. Uh, Often, often outside, so I can breathe better to take that to take the time. And then, if it didn't work, just going home. Having the um, having the knowledge that it's better for me to go home than to stay in that situation that's triggering this panic attack. So those can cause panic attacks. Other things that can cause panic attacks is absolutely nothing at all. <laughs> uh, like I say, uh, they can just sometimes come out of nowhere if you're in a period of long-term stress, um, like which can be about uh unsh- like for me there was a period where um because after this the job the jo- uh, luckily that job broker put me in touch with the right people to talk to about uh being signed off um and getting um benefits that were more suited for people were people with mental health issues uh, and that's where I've, I've been in that system essentially since then right <laughs> Um, for varying degrees, and sometimes, but sometimes they would just like cut me off of that, and then I'd get worse because that's how mental health works. If you apply extra stress to someone with mental health, their mental health doesn't improve. Funny that. Um, who knew? Apart from literally every, literally common sense, and every uh, psychiatrist in existence. That's one thing we can all agree on. Um, what? But uh. At times where I was in extreme stress, like I didn't have any money, I didn't know where I was going to live. Um, I had I was struggling with identity issues, I had lots and lots and lots of things. Uh, my OCD was treatment was not working. I didn't. I wasn't seeing a therapist. All these things building up. I would have panic attacks basically, like daily, uh, for for no reason other than the constant the the constant low level of stress increasing. It was spike, right? 
and so that's to say, so what I say that my, uh, I'm not, and, also, and also sometimes, this is a fun one, it would happen uh, when I would remember or I would be reminded of situations that I had previously been in. And then this was what leads to um, uh, agoraphobia. It's very common with people who have a panic disorder. A panic disorder is uh, essentially <laughs> means that uh, essentially all a panic dis- if you're diagnosed with panic di- uh, diagnosed with panic disorder, which I have been uh, in the past, uh, is means that you are prone to having a panic attack. That's what that means. Uh, you you live in a that you live in a state of elevated panic. Cool. Uh, agoraphobia, which I've also been diagnosed with, uh, is a lot of people think it's a fear of wide open spaces because agora, uh, 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 like an agora, is a sort of wide open space, right? Um, it's that's it was a sort of uh, market and uh, like an ancient Greek market, like a big open market. It's a wide open space, and technically, uh, yeah, I guess, but it's it's a fear of. Um, being in a situation with no exit, as I've heard it described, or no clear exit, uh, which is weirdly links it m- more with claustrophobia than anything else, uh, right? This idea that you're in a space and it's harder to leave. It has also been that has also been defined as a fe- a a, terif- a terrifying fear of panic attacks by someone who has had more than one panic attack. <laughs> You know, it's a fear of a panic attack in a public space. Going back into a situation that you know will cause that, that you know may cause you panic, not will, may cause you panic, and therefore avoiding that situation. Uh, and what uh, easiest way to avoid that situation? Stay home. You know what happens at home. You can understand your rituals, your things at home. So I've you know I've gone through periods of being agoraphobic in my life. Um, it's not fun, and also it doesn't mean you don't have panic attacks. Uh, however, all of this is to say that I'm doing significantly better than I have been. It has been a long... It has been... I think that is my second panic attack this year. Which, considering we're going through a global pandemic, uh, and a restrictive lockdown, and a, 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 a shift in everything we know and understand to be true <laughs> of our lives, that's I'm genuinely impressed with that. So I, uh, I'm. Uh, I just wanted to reassure people that yes, I had a panic attack yesterday, but yes, I'm also fine. Second thing, I uh, went and met some friends out uh, socially distanced today. To the point where we tried to take a selfie, uh, we couldn't get everyone else in. That's I think that's a good metric of if you've got five people sitting around and like we're two meters apart, uh, <laughs> and none, you couldn't take a selfie that would get all five of us in it. Like that is a good way of measuring whether we are socially distanced. If we cannot all fit in the same uh, mobile phone selfie shop. Um, but what that has led to, and this is the same similar thing that happened when I went to see my uh, niece, uh, my brothers and my brother and my, and my brother's partner uh, on the weekend, is because I'm not used to interacting with people that way anymore, apart from my family, uh, like people, like th- that different energy what has happened is I am uh, you may have been able to already tell from how I am speaking and how I'm communicating and how I'm expressing myself to you the speed of which I'm doing that and the energy with which I'm doing that I am feeling quite manic uh, <laughs> hmm uh, mania right okay uh, mania is difficult to describe it is a state of being that is uh, mm, hmm I have manic episodes uh 
I have medium level manic episodes. Uh, my my psychiatrist didn't describe it as medium level, uh, moderate uh, manic episodes. Thank you. That's the term she said. Moderate manic episodes. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Doctor Rosa. Uh, uh, moderate manic episodes. Uh, that is to say, I never go as far. I don't go as far as some people. What mine are typified by is uh, a um, sort of pressured way of speaking, pressured speech. That's uh, 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 where, where it feels like it feels like I am forcing the words out of my, like I can hear that. I can hear how that sounds. That is almost like if I stop speaking for any length of time, I will just stop completely. <laughs> um, followed by like large intakes of breath because uh, you need that in order to get keep up that pressured mode of speech pressured mode of speech that's it that's the that's the term she used god i'm just remembering a lot of these uh, <laughs> uh also um a need to for me how a lot of this manic energy comes out is for some people it's like uh, they want to like um do loads of things or they want to buy loads of things or they uh they want to like do drugs uh for me obviously i don't although there may have been a connection between that and my heavy drinking uh you know uh also alcoholism is complicated a complicated spectrum we talked about this on this before um jesus sorry there's just a lot going on uh <laughs> uh also like this energy is just sort of like it's tough to it's tough to focus uh that's another thing. I, I, I'm easily distracted generally, so if I'm manic, I'm even more easily distracted. Uh, some people get like hyper-focused when they're manic. I, I do not. So a lot of people get hyper-focused and they're like, oh, I'll write loads of stuff, and I can do that. Uh, like That used to be how I would write like comedy sketches back when I wrote comedy sketches, or how I would write essays. Uh, <laughs> would be like, cool, I'm feeling good, I'll, re- I'll write an essay now. Uh, <laughs> which is not always the best way to write or anything, because you can burn yourself out very quickly. Uh, it's also not good to rely on mania and manic episodes for your creativity because then you start actively wanting them and seeking them out and that's a dangerous thing because uh, it is not a sustainable level of energy right I am going to crash at some point Uh, (laughs) because you you just do like uh, the human body is not designed to have this level of manic energy in the same way it's not designed to have that level of panicked energy in the same way it's not designed to have that level of anxiety generally or that level of anger or uh, that level of sadness you know we are meant to have a balance uh, and this is an, um, this uh, and this is and i note this and i identify this as an imbalance right uh, and i know it's co- it's caused it's obvious what it's caused by right it's um when we talk to people, when we interact with people, the way the chemicals that are released, there's like serotonin and other chemicals that are released that we don't get from talking to people on a screen. Right? We just don't get that. Because it's different. It's a different level of interaction. We, uh, human beings, our bodies are a collection of nervous systems. Our nervous systems are uh, spiked by different things. Right? Seeing a human person, <laughs> a full human person, fully interacting with you, being in an open space where there was like dogs running around, right, uh, where it could breathe air properly, that wasn't just my thing, that uh, you know, like all of, like experiences, you know, 
like human human experiences. And these are human experiences that I'm for the most part used to, except for for the past four months where I have not been getting them. So when I do get them, my body goes, "Oh, good," and reacts uh, in a extremely a extremely hyper way, right? Okay. Uh, I feel like I should also briefly talk about the Titanic because I've talked about panic and manic. I feel like I should talk about the Titanic. Uh, Lindsay Ellis uh, is a YouTuber who I love, who I've recommended us before. Did a video recently about how the Titanic, about the, the film Titanic, is not that bad. And this is the thing: I have seen Titanic precisely twice in my life, and both times were in 1997. Uh, there's a guy who I was friends with at primary school. This was like primary six. This is before that period in high school where I had no friends. This is one of the guys, this is the guy who sort of developed an interest in football that you'd never had before and we were no longer friends. Uh, there was a various other things. I kicked him in the finger and broke his finger. One of the only violent acts I've ever perpetrated upon another human being. Um, that's a weird sentence that I just said. Uh, I also didn't mean to kick him. I was just frustratedly kicking at the air and his hand was there. Uh, I am not a fighter. <laughs> I am very much a pacifist. I don't know if I've mentioned that on this before, but I am. Uh, but he was obsessed with the Titanic. So his his mum allowed us, and I don't guess my mum, I guess my parents were eh, as well, allowed us to go and see this, even though we were like 10 years old, and it was a 12, I think. Uh, we went to, we went to see it with uh, my friend's mum, and then we went to see it again with my, with my friend's mum. Because uh, like I say, my friend, uh, I wouldn't name for obvious reasons, I've not named basically anyone. Uh, even people who have complained were like, hey, you didn't ma- name me specifically. And I'm like, I, I don't, I don't want to. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> it's not a thing I'm doing. I name like... No, and anecdotes. Like, if I'm, if I'm recommending someone that does something, like uh, I've recommended uh, uh, my friend Jenny's band Penlight on this before. Apparently twice. I'm now third time. Boom. You should listen to it. Our album's great. It's so good. Uh, like it's called Gross Low, it's on Spotify. Listen to it. Anyway, sorry. Um <laughs> uh, what was I talking about? Yeah, Titanic. So we went to see that and I, I saw it twice in that like opening run. And I enjoyed the spectacle at the time. Uh, and I enjoyed Kate Winslet. Uh, I was in love with Kate Winslet as a as a ten year old. Uh they were the this fun fun fact about me, the first breasts I ever saw were Kate Winslet's in Titanics. Wow. Uh, <laughs> what? I don't think I'm alone in that. As a young person of, the, of around my age, of a person of around my of a person of around my age who was young then, uh, and yeah, I should rewatch it, right? It's like the, it's like one of the biggest films of all time. I should probably rewatch it. But yeah, her argument is that it is pretty good, and that we just uh, and a lot of times we say things are not good because they are popular, and that is uh, you know certainly. I think I I have in my past in my past, while still figuring out my opinions on things, as I was discussing yesterday, uh, this need to have opinions on things would be that sort of anti-populist thing, right? This is bad because it is popular. Well, that's not a, that's not a good take. That's not a good critical take. So you know maybe at some point during this pandemic, I will rewatch Titanic. Although mainly I just wanted to say it because it rhymes with manic and panic, and now. The name of this, the title of this episode will be Manic, will be Panic Manic Titanic, and I love that. Um, don't think I have anything else to say. I mean, I feel like I, I feel like I'm already starting to run down slightly. 
I'll be I'll, I'll be talking about improv tonight on <laughs> Tightrope Theatre's uh, Facebook page. Uh, this will go up just before that, so you probably won't have time to listen to this all the way before that starts. So maybe you catch it on demand. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, until then, um, until Monday, I guess. Uh, stay safe. Stay well. Uh, stay, you know, stay at home, or at the very least. If you are going out to meet people, uh, stay, like, <laughs> use common sense, right? Uh, socially distance, wear masks. Uh, if you are feeling ill, don't, 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 don't go out. If you are immunocompromised, don't, don't, don't go out. Uh, look after yourself, right? Stay educated, stay informed, like, stay home, like, watch stuff. This is great, this Netflix is pretty good. Uh, there's a lot of things, a lot of things on Netflix, uh, and if you, um, uh, and if you, you know, are ever on a on a an invincible, unsinkable ship, and it starts to sink, and you find yourself panicking, that's not a panic attack. That's a valid reaction. Uh, if you find yourself getting super manic and really excited, you know. After you get off the ship, work work on that. Um, my name's been Marjoy. Thank you very much. Goodbye.